listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by PetCare Rx, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. PetCare Rx offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to 50%. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA-approved medication, PetCare Rx will match that price. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code DOGWORLD10. D-O-G-W-O-R-L-D, the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Howdy. And today we're going to talk about Christmas and New Year holidays and your dog, and you and your family. There's a lot of challenges around the holidays, so we'll talk about both of those, Christmas and New Year's, and how to make your dog a part of it. We don't want you to isolate him for the whole whole time. But first, a couple new things. Kindred Spirits Dog Training, our dog training business here in Southern California, is up on Facebook. If you'd like to join us, just do a search on Facebook for Kindred Spirits Dog Training. We'd be happy to have you join us. Also, post something on the wall. Is that what it's called? The wall? Y- yes, that's oh, a <laughs> comment or so, yeah. Okay. Okay. I know. Say hi. Trying to figure it out. <laughs> Just come up on our wall and say hi. Come, come right on our wall. <laughs> become our fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And those of you in the southeast, or if you'd like an excuse to go to Orlando, Florida, Disney World, and all of that. At the end of March, 25th through 27th, the three of us are going to be at the Global Pet Expo, which we absolutely love. The Global Pet Expo showcases all the stuff that's coming up in the future, new supplies, dog foods, toys, anything, dog clothes, anything that's coming up with dogs, well, and actually any pets, but primarily dogs and cats. So that'll be March 25th through 27th. You can look for us in the Pet Life Radio booth on Friday afternoon. We'll be there. Patron Cater going to make me sign books, so I'll have some of my books there. Yep. <laughs> and we'll be talking about our podcast here on It's a Doggy Dog World. So mark those two things down. We'd love to see you. But right now, take a listen for one of our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's a doggy dog world is brought to you by Petco.com. 
Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. There's a movement afoot, shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at Shoebuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hello, I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux. You can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Today, Kate, Petra, and I want to talk a little bit about the holidays. I know in in my household, my husband and I make the dogs a part of Christmas. We wrap gifts for them under the tree, and of course, they're not allowed to steal them ahead of time. (laughs) They have to leave them until Christmas, until we open the presents, but we don't isolate the dogs. But of course, I take some precautions too. We put our tree up on a table. It's a full-size tree. I've got a high ceiling. But it's up on a table. I don't put it down so that the breakable glass balls are right in front of the dog's noses. (laughs) Or the kitties. And I don't have holly or mistletoe that can be poisonous to dogs, the berries. So we take precautions, but I like to have the dogs a part of the holidays. Oh, definitely. Use garland instead of tinsel. Definitely. Or actually, I wouldn't even use garland or tinsel. I just put uh, poinsettia, just Mm -hmm. the flower, white Mm -hmm. and red. Mm-hmm. Throughout the tree, the little Aww. silk ones. How artsy! I know she stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it That's works, like and it looks great. And then you, I don't put any glass ornaments on there. It's all 
made homemade or wood ones or you know kind of country kind of ornaments and ours is on the floor it's on the <laughs> ground <laughs> so there really is nothing than probably the first foot <laughs> well teddy's tail reaches higher than that well luckily he doesn't because you know his arthritis he doesn't put it up very high oh. so okay so he just hits the bottom <laughs> i still love my friends that used to suspend theirs from the ceiling it just floated in the air that's so weird yeah, yeah i've heard of that but it just seems kind of bizarre <laughs> I'd rather put it on a table and then, you know, put a pretty Christmas tablecloth over the table. And, <laughs> they didn't even have dogs. They just had the uh, the Siamese cats. Uh, well, Siamese cats, yeah, perhaps nice. that's a good idea to yeah. Yeah. But Siamese cat could probably jump and grab it. <laughs> anyway, it was always interesting to see that floating tree. Yeah. But there's some things you should keep in mind with the tree, whether it be on a tabletop suspended or on the floor. When my husband and I were first married, we had a German Shepherd puppy, and he crunched a couple of the glass balls. And on our vet's recommendation, we fed him a couple of loaves of bread with some vegetable oil for a couple of days, just in case anything had been swallowed. And he turned out to be fine. I think he just crunched it and spit it out. But, you know, we were panic-stricken, you know. Glass pieces going down his intestinal tract could have easily killed him. So keeping the tree safe is very important. And Petra's idea of unbreakable ornaments or putting the glass ones out of reach mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But the lights also. Oh, yeah. I think right now, so we have the puppy. So this is Benji's first Christmas. Okay, but he's a palm. How high can he jump? <laughs> but he could chew wires. Well, uh-huh. he could chew wires. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He could chew wires. So we, uh, we have a spray bottle handy. He is like a little gerbil. Yeah, he is. But you know what he has? He was, I think, amazed initially, sat there and just looked at this tree. And I'm just thinking, good thing you're little. You can't do much damage to it. Um, But if any time he got too close, he learned to leave it. So it was like a squirt and a leave it. And he's been really good. And then there's the idea, too, tucking those wires away. Don't leave them dangling. Yeah. You know. Tuck, tuck them away so they're not as obvious to the dog or the puppy. Or this is, it's a doggy dog world, but many of us have cats. I remember the first Christmas after we got the orange cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had set up the tree and luckily hadn't put any ornaments on it right away <laughs> and walked out into the living room and about face height, here was this little <laughs> orange face going, Hi! Thank you for bringing me this new cat tree. <laughs> yeah, my cats when the kittens did that. Now they like to sleep under it. Yeah. yeah. It's really cute. They're all curled up and they're under the tree sleeping. It's okay. The thing. Hey, it's not in the tree. It's not, the in, tree. it's not in We're the good. tree. <laughs> We're good. So look at your, your critters in your house and figure out what you need to do for those critters. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think one of the suggestions um, we bring up to classes, get a nice little lattice or a little white picket fence or something and kind of put it around the tree. Or if your tree's in a corner, you can just put Make it, it an off-limit area. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. I, I About a week or so ago, I had gone to one of the big discount hardware stores. I won't name names. And had looked around, and they had nice little picket fences, not the little bitty 12-inch ones, because that wouldn't keep many dogs out. I think even Benji could get over that. Yeah, probably. But um, a little bit taller, very nice, white. They had plastic and wood, and you could buy them in sections. And so if you got, if, like Kate says, your tree is in a quarter, you just got three or four sections, fenced it off, 
You could decorate that with garland or a wreath or something. It could look very Christmassy. Oh, yeah. Look very decorative and yet still protect your tree and your dog. And your presence because, and you know, presence. you may not, you may know better than to put chocolate uh, wrapped in, uh, gift wrapped chocolate under your tree. Right. Sure. What if somebody gives you a present, you don't know there's chocolate in it. And yeah, chocolate's exactly. poisonous you stick to your it dog. Under the tree. Yep. Yep. Uh, or whatever else is mm-hmm. under there. They may put mistletoe on the box as decoration. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know. Just, mm-hmm. And you don't want the dogs. Although when I was a kid, I did sneak out in the middle of the night and got my dog to chew on a couple of my presents so I could peek inside and see what there was in there. And that doesn't the mean the children out there listen to what Kate's doing. <laughs> <laughs> no peeking. No, because now you'd be busted. <laughs> Uh, but you don't want your dogs to chewing up your presents before you get them. Yeah, I have to admit, I never tried that. Of course, the dogs were all toy poodles and were my mom, so the cats were mine. What are we talking about? Toy? That was a Pekingese I'm talking about. And he went oh. up with gusto. Okay, I will say, they were my moms. Okay. They would have squealed on me. Poo-poo, bless his heart, he chewed just the corner as I told him to. Oh, now, on Christmas morning, my husband and I do let the dogs open their own presents. I mean, that's part mm-hmm. of the fun. And it's fun teaching a puppy how to do it. Bashir and Riker, having lived through several Christmases, know it well. Here, this is yours. Get it. <laughs> Last year, we handed one to Archer, and he just kind of looked at me. Am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> are you, set up. It's a are, setup. Are yeah. you setting me up to get in trouble? I'm not supposed to chew stuff. But once we ripped the paper a little bit, then he got into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, I, I do the same thing. I'll get a little, each little, get a little bone and I'll wrap it in like brown paper bag stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, or a, go for a it. A planet dog Orby toy. <clears throat> that is a free commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My dogs love the planet dog toys, so they always get some for Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. they know the scent of those balls. <laughs> Since I ordered all that they had left of that certain model that's Walter's cocaine, I could give him one a year for the next 24 years. You mean you're going through them that slowly? Oh, yeah. Oh, they last a long time. Oh, we haven't even opened. We're still in our first box. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. They're wonderful toys. Planet Dog. Check out their website. But you can't have the red uh, orb. Uh, the, oh. Ring. What's it called? The red ring? R- well, it's, it's a red ball with, with a white ring. Two, two white rings. Yes. Whatever they call that model, you can't have them anymore because they're not making them, and I bought the last of them, so there. She bought the last two cases. <laughs> a little bit selfish she is, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they were Walter's favorite toys. my boy? <laughs> Let's talk about guests. What happened when guests come <laughs> to the house? <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, first of all, you put out all the snacks and the chocolate and the nuts and the cookies, and you put them out on the coffee table. And, and then teacher nose level. Or and teach under. your dog leave it. Right. <laughs> Have your dog on leash and collar. Uh-huh. And definitely on leash and collar before the guests come in. Unless it's absolutely pouring or blizzarding. Hold on a second. Let me leash the dog. Yeah, exactly. They know downstays. Downstay. Give them a blanket, their bed, whatever. Because um, dogs can become addicted, addicted to eggnog, just like humans. And how do you know that? Yeah, really, share that story, okay? <laughs> it was in my youth. and um, You did a lot of stuff in your I youth. I did a lot of stuff in my youth. <laughs> I'm, 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 I almost regret, almost regret I didn't know you then. 
we we did almost cross paths in Lompoc. <laughs> and the same dog that decided he really liked eggnog and would go for it whenever given a chance, then was introduced to spiked eggnog. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was oh. a beagle. Oh. <laughs> we all laughed hysterically, but it wasn't a pretty sight. No. Dear ASPCA, she does not do that anymore. And, and I no. wasn't the parent at that time. <laughs> yes. No. But really, uh, keeping the dog on a leash when the guests come in is the easiest way to help enforce your, your dog's manners. Because the holidays get exciting and people want to pet your dog and perhaps pet him too much or love him too much or give him too many treats. And then if you have a lot of people and your house is full and everybody is in the spirit and, and you got <laughs> That's kids. a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> and kids run around, it could be overstimulating for the dog. Put your dog in the back. It's fine to put him away. Put him in I have grapes. a Christmas party That's every fine. year with all our dog friends and my dogs are not at the party. The dogs are in the back. Except for the one year someone asked to see Riker and he helped himself to the Christmas cookies. Oh, yes. Very well-trained, older dog. He got into the spirit. so excited. He got into the spirit of the party and got overstimulated. And all of a sudden, his face was in the bowl of sugar cookies and he was inhaling those cookies. Oh, my gosh. Somebody said to the, you know, hey, have some cookies. And he went, yes, thank you. I will. He took it as permission. So even the dog trainer's dog can get overstimulated and get in trouble. The thing is, I was there earlier. Those cookies were in the same spot. Liz and I were prepping up the house and everything. Riker was there. He He never looked at it. Never touched him. Nope. But with all the people there and all the people spoiling Uh him and loving him, he went, ha ha, freebie. He took it one step further. (laughs) Now, the worst case is your dog eats some cookies and it's an embarrassment in front of your family or in company, but... Worst, I mean, next is they get too much, and then Christmas with a dog with diarrhea is not fun. And the emergency vet clinic on Christmas is expensive. And not the way you want to spend your holiday. Right. Your time or your money. And you don't want your dog to be feeling bad. So Um, if your guests want to give them a little here, oh, it's just a little piece of ham or a little piece of turkey. No. That little piece and little one and one more. Oh, and ten more and on and on. later, yeah. yeah. They go home. The guests go home. (laughs) You've got to deal with the dog. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So leftovers, the the food you put out, be careful. The the leftovers. You can take a little chicken or turkey and shred it and put it on their food later, but just a little bit and no gravy and no sweet potatoes with no candied sweet potatoes. Well, I was thinking more about, you know, how you fall into the food coma. Oh, yes. After you eat, and then everybody walks away and leaves the plates still there. Uh, yes, let's uh, not leave the plates there with the dog. Right, or <laughs> not leave the dog with the plates. One mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah, exactly. But you can share some leftovers with the dog if you wish later, but do it in his food bowl and do it wisely. Yep. A little Fine. bit of shredded chicken or turkey's not going to hurt, but no candied yams, no pumpkin pie or apple pie. Let's avoid the spicy things. <laughs> Yeah. And the sugary things. Like I said, guests go home. You got to do it. An awful image Christmas morning. <laughs> All Here's right. Here's a package or a present for you. It's oh. not the unwrappable kind. <laughs> oh, that's just so bad. On that note, we're going to take a break for our sponsors, but we promise we'll be less gross when we come back. When we come back, we'll talk about New Year's. So take a break, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Hey, it's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
STD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know? Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sAuction.com? Hey, are those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. If you ask the question, what do I want, what do I need, I'll take a back shot. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. In this podcast, we're talking about the upcoming holidays, Christmas and New Year's. The Christmas, we talked about tree, the tree safety, getting your dog involved, a variety of different things. Now let's talk about New Year's. The first thing with New Year's, Kate and I get worried about, we both each have a sound-sensitive dog. And New Year's is when people get, well, to be perfectly honest, idiotic. (laughs) New Year's and, and... Fourth of July. Yeah. Shoot gun popping around, you know. Gunfire in the air, firecrackers. Yep. I know Riker and my Riker and your Walter are both 
sensitive to those types of sounds and we've got to take care. And I live on the edge of a, a wide valley where in which the city of Vista lives and uh, it seems like any firecracker anywhere within 30 miles echoes throughout the valley and we hear it where I live. It's just... I'm a little more protected but we also get the noise from Camp Pendleton. Luckily Riker can handle that pretty well. It's funny he can hear artillery on Pendleton and not react but gunfire in the neighborhood, and he does. <laughs> so uh, anything over, fi- what is it, 50? 50 millimeter. That's fine. Cannon's okay. Guns bombs are fine. 500-pound <laughs> bombs. Boom. Oh that's okay. God. But not pop-up. Yeah. 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 At least in Fourth of July, I think most of them are firecrackers. There's I, Who started the idea of shooting off guns on, on January 1st? I have no idea. I don't know. Someone who did not understand physics. A what man. goes up must come down. Bullets do come down. <laughs> and the myth, Exactly. That's and the, the Mythbusters, <laughs> one of my favorite shows, the Mythbusters proved it. They talked to some doctors whose patients had been killed by bullets coming back down. Yeah. So they do come back down. They don't disappear up in the air. Yeah, no, I know. A very <laughs> sweet friend of mine, an older woman with white hair, just a sweet look, came out on the 2nd of January to find a bullet hole in the middle of her hood. So oh. somebody had shot straight up and it came straight down. Oh, jeez. And Thank the bullet was her in car. her engine. Well, at least it was in her car. That's what I think. If she'd been out walking around or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, had nothing to do with dogs, but that just terrified me. Now, to handle the dogs when they're fearful, if you have a sound-sensitive dog, I did find with Riker that giving him acepromazine wasn't as effective as I'd hoped. When he started to lose a little control, I think he got even more scared. But I did find that swaddling him helped. I put him up on the couch. My dogs are allowed on the couch. In the corner of our L-shaped couch, where he likes to lay, and I took some nice soft blankets and I wrapped him up tight. I mean, I wrapped him up tight and just leaving his face showing and he was perfectly fine. He actually spent the last 4th of July fine. He didn't move for about three hours, I think, until his bladder was killing him. (laughs) But he handled it just fine. So I'm going to do that again this coming New Year's. And calming wraps, you can even buy them for dogs. Well, that was where I had thought about it, is I had read about calming wraps, but instead of buying it, I just did it myself with blankets that are normally on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, something familiar. And he usually nests in those anyway. So, And that worked very, very well. What do you do for Walter? I found a CD of thunderstorms and, and fireworks, and um, I've been actually using it to desensitize him. And how so, do you think it's been working? He did. He handled Fourth of July a lot better. He didn't get as much of it because we went for a drive. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but the early well, we portion, had the last uh, the thunderstorms. Yeah, it was the thunderstorms last week. Right, and he did much better, much yeah. better. He was like, okay, something's going on, but he did not panic. He did not run and hide behind the toilet. He did not um, just totally shake out of his skin. No, that's good. He was a little. Uh huh. But he's, I think he is starting to get used to the idea. And I swaddled, swaddled Riker during our thunderstorms, too, last week. It was the first rumble rumble I heard when he started looking around anxiously. I went, okay, come here. Here's your blanket. Yeah. <laughs> my guys just wanted to, they were outside and wanted to come in. Let yeah. in. Each got chew bone, TV was on. Well, that's, that's the interesting thing. My it other two don't care. Yeah. Right. You know, they sleep through 
No problem. Well, that's the good part. He hasn't taught it to them. It's yes. The older boy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But what else happens on New Year's is often a lot of partying. Yep. And again, that same little beagle also loved beer. <laughs> God. It was my dad's dog, okay? <laughs> and I'll have to admit, my grandfather liked cream de menthe. And he, he shared it with us kids and his wife's dog. She had miniature poodles or schnauzers, depending on the the era. And I can remember as a kid, Grandpa calling me over and saying, here, you want a taste? And my mother hollering, Dad, don't you dare! But he'd give it to us anyway. And then he'd give it to... Grandma's had a white miniature poodle. And when she'd drink the Fifi, of course, of course. when she'd drink the, the cream de menthe, she would have little green speckles on her beard. And Grandpa was never wise enough to wipe her beard <laughs> or he just like he, yeah. he just like messing with grandma i don't know because i could hear her hollering they had a three-story house old-fashioned three-story house in new england and i could hear her hollering roland <laughs> when she was mad at him <laughs> now all three stories. Well, see that's why we can always hear liz yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I do take after my grandma, and I've been proud of it. <laughs> so, well, yeah. for the little guys, it wouldn't take a whole lot for alcohol toxicity for them. I, I would yeah. have I have to admit, I, I don't remember the dogs ever getting sick or anything. I don't think he allowed them much, but but it was still too much. Everything at a party, people putting their glasses down, and dog gets a little sample here, a little sample there. Yeah, yep. it can add up. And again, you end up with a sick dog on a holiday at the emergency vet. And again, one after everybody went home. Yeah. And then yeah. two, the rest of the party stuff that we talked about the food. with Christmas, the food, the goodies, the candy, the excitement, the sweets, too many people in the house. And if you go out and party on New Year's, um, you know, leave your dog safe at home. Well, it's like 4th of July and New safe. Year's Eve. I dread driving anywhere because it's when as you pa- find... As Paul says, it's amateur night. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's when you find so many dogs Drunks. hit and killed by vehicles or out lost wandering Because they've roads. panicked. They've panicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you do leave your dog at home and you have any idea whatsoever that he might be sound sensitive, leave him in a safe place, a closed up room. That lady that called and wanted to talk to me about it. So her full grown German Shepherd was left alone for the first time on a 4th of July because they had taken the kids to go Oh my the gosh. Probably and developed the horrible damage. Well, the damage that dog did to herself and the front door. You panic. And trying to get out. And probably developed a horrible case of separation anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But just really um, hurt herself. Well, you've got a big, powerful dog who's panicked. Panicked. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and... And with some dogs... it's tough on those, because even if that dog is that panicked, you can't really say a crate's going to work, because how many horror stories do we hear that break out of the crates? Tearing the wires or... or Breaking amazing. their teeth. Yeah. Tearing out their claws. Yeah. In in situations like that, you actually might want to talk to your veterinarian about exactly. a tranquilizer. Yep. And I'm not a big fan of drugging the dogs, but that's a better... A severe case than, like that, safer. It's better than the dog panicking. Yeah. Um, Paul and I used to do the New Year's thing, but if we stay home now. You know, it's just... It's safer that way. Oh, yeah. It's uh, between the drunks on the road and uh, 
uh, our dogs at home wanting to keep them safe. We just stay home. We party other nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're not really funny duddies. We're just reasonable. <laughs> yes. Hey, we party. Yes. <laughs> we all had our days in the past. We still have Christmas parties. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, let's, let's go on to the next part of New Year's. How about New Year's resolutions? I will say, I think I have done pretty well on mine from last year. I said that I was going to tame the dragon, and I think I've done a pretty good job yes, of, actually. She has. of, of okay. taming the dragon. She really has. Yeah. The dragons really come has. out once or twice, but I've really been working on... But there has on... been no statement saying, well, I can't help it, you're stupid. Yep, you're right. That has not came up. Wait, wait. We don't have a new quote for this year. No, because yeah. she's been so good. But I will say that Kate and Pedro have let the dragon out a few times. <laughs> Apparently somebody has to let the dragon out. Well, I repeat, as I think I said last year, I said that there is a need for a dragon on occasion. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I was getting too much of a reputation of being the dragon lady. So, so it's just as well that we're sharing the dragon. There we go. That's very I, true. I like that. I personally feel like it's been a good trait to learn. To be able to unleash a dragon occasionally. The dragon can the dragon yeah. can be useful. And the dragon, by the way, for those of you who haven't listened to previous podcasts, is Righteous anger and indignation. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> is pulling out the uh the dragon. <laughs> I think a few times I think the most recent saying what needs to be said. You know, and lately Liz will be there talking to our students <clears throat> explaining the problems in a very nice way politically correct and there's times I stand there I'm like well you've got a problem turn around and walk away <laughs> and then I gotta walk away and I'm like wait a minute she's back there explaining that <laughs> kind of like you know almost like a switch roles yeah, <laughs> I know, you're stupid I'm not wasting my breath on you you know there's some people you just get to that point I walk away can't Liz is just tired <laughs> so that was yeah. my new year's resolution last year so I have to think about this year's. I, I know I want to do more trick training with Bashir and Archer. I want to teach Archer to pull the cart in a team with Bashir. So those are two training goals I have for the boys. But And I want to do more of the trick training because they both love it. They absolutely love it. Archer still needs some more seasoning on his basic commands. He tries to throw tricks in with everything. If you, yeah. want, if you want me to sit, I can sit and sneeze. Uh-huh. I can sit and back up and play dead. I, I can sit, but I have to follow it with something else. So he still needs some seasoning on that, but he's still very puppy brain. Yeah. But I want to do some more trick training, and then I want to do carding. They're both doing well on Therapy Dog. Archer is doing absolutely awesome on Therapy Dog. I had a feeling when he was young that he'd be a good Therapy Dog, and he's visiting the VA centers and... Um, when my mom was in a nursing home, he visited there, and he's visiting other. He's visiting a senior daycare, and he's doing absolutely awesome. So I'm real pleased with that. Well, he's a hell fellow of a well met. He likes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a nice combination of Riker and Bashir. Bashir's a little too dignified and standoffish, although he's he's mellowed a lot. And Riker is, I must love you. Mm-hmm. So Archer's in the yeah, middle. He is. <laughs> Yeah, he is. So, Kate, how about you for New Year's? I haven't really thought of it. I'm just thinking, did we actually record last year's? 
Does that mean I have to go look them up? And I don't remember them. Oh, yes, we did record them. Oh dear. Oh, dear. Um, okay, Kate. I need some research before I can say if I've accomplished them because uh-huh. I can't remember. Okay, so if you can't remember, um, what what are you thinking about for this year? What do you want to do with Walter? Or do you want to remember. add a new puppy to the household? I keep thinking. Oh, you too. and your puppy fever. You yeah. need to. Well, Walter's five. Yeah, and you Gina's need a good older, trick, and you need a trick dog. You need movies. you need a dog coming up. You know, I got and then what was that? <laughs> stutter, stutter, stutter. I'm, I'm getting disenchanted. All of the casting calls lately, for the last six months, that I might even have been interested in, were like. We need a dog that can roll over. Check, you can do that. They spin in each direction. Check, you can do that. But and then they wanted the one that... But, but then, then they wanted him to mount somebody's leg and pretend to hump it. I'm like, no, I'm not teaching that. <laughs> I don't wanted... know why that is so fascinating to people to put in movies. And the, the dog can like, sit on his butt and scoot like he's got worms oh, or like impacted anal glands. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it was for a carpet cleaning company. But still... <laughs> How about muddy paws? Nothing muddy that I paws want and... to teach, though, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> a little disenchanted. But Actually, still, you could have a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> That's my mother's cockapoo, by the way. <laughs> I loved it. After spending uh, a little over about 10 days taking care of Ginger while her mom was... Now, granted, Ginger is a adolescent cockapoo. Yes, she is. She's right smack in the middle of adolescence. But after she came... turning her to her mother's... Yes. Liz came in the next day, sat down, looked at Walter, my cockapoo, yep. and said, I've been thinking about it, and I've decided that cockapoos are the most emotional breed mix of dogs that I have ever <laughs> met in my life. And I yes, they are. And I said, welcome to my last six years. <laughs> they are very emotional oh dogs. God. Yes, they are. They have the intelligence and the brightness of the poodle and the emotional character of Cocker Spaniels. Funny. Yeah. Ginger is so emotional. Very bright. And she came a long way in a week and a half, two weeks, whatever. But yes, very emotional. Things that the Aussies just shake off. She would go, <laughs> you don't love me anymore. But of course, after you know spending that much time with me, my guys were starting to get emotional. <laughs> I mean, I'm now really enjoying Walter, but it was a good three years of... You can always get Aussie. You can also get Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a palm. Anyway, they're full of. They're they're full of it. Full of it. <laughs> well, we're getting off track. Petra, what about your New Year's resolutions? Oh God, survive a teenager. You know? oh. No, that's 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 not dog. That's, that's her daughter. Two-legged. That's her daughter. My daughter. Yes. My therapy. Her her daughter just turned last week seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I would like this year to to start um, informally working on the dancing with dogs, the freestyle dancing. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got yeah. some interested students, and we could all just kind of work on it together. Well, if we're looking at goals for kindred spirits, yes, and I want to start the rally again. We started rally years ago when it was brand new, and there wasn't enough interest in it, so we quit. And yeah. now more people are interested, so I'd I like to bring to the rally our... back. Fly ball. Fly ball. Thanks. I always say dance. She always says rally, and you always say fly ball. ball. Yep. So this is the year. We should work on all three of those things. Yes, I think that's a great idea. I I think a a lot of our students would. And we have enough students that 
that have been through basic and intermediate and are just itching to try new things. Yes. And it's a wonderful way to keep them involved with their dogs. Actually, somebody asked the other day if we were going to start doing advanced. We probably should. Yeah. We probably should. We've had enough intermediates now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And advanced training is a lot of fun. We could, we could really have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. I've got wow. games already. You've got what? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's our New Year's resolution for the training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what our life is all about. We are solely dedicated to training of dogs and people. Hey, well, at least we're not out on a street corner with a beer bottle. <laughs> exactly. Sharing yeah. it with the beagle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, on that note, I think we got to call it quits. So, don't forget, look us up on Facebook, Kindred Spirits Dog Training, and join us there. And for those of you in the Southeast, or those of you who need an excuse for a vacation at Disney World, we're going to be at the Global Pet Expo in Orlando on March 25th and 26th. We'd love to meet you there. And that's it from us. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.